Well, hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 81. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. We're just fucking doing it. Uh, fuck. What's up, girls and gays? Is anyone else tired? I'm so tired. I, I can't imagine why you would say that, Alex. It's been a normal <laughs> week, and so- I, you know, I went to work, um, and then I came oh, home, I made God. some mac and cheese, and that was my week, pretty much, you know? I'm so tired all the time right now. Okay. I, um... I want to talk a little bit about, um, just broadly, um, I'm, I'm really worried about Denver. Um, mm-hmm. I'm worried about this city. I'm worried about a lot of these, uh, white liberal bastion cities, these, uh, yuppie tech places that are near, pla- like, good hiking spots that, like, you know, <laughs> upper middle class, Fuck. like, young professionals flock to. Um, which I live in and which Mark lives in, these places that are basically yeah. white ethno states because all of the people here who have any capital and are able to like feed themselves and house themselves are all white people and all of the people on the street are mostly people of color. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if there are more uh, people in Denver who are black who are sleeping on the street than there are people who are housed. Um, it, it, it is really like that. Um, and the majority of the population of this city is, is, is white liberals. Um, and that is really scary, um, because there are, there is not the level of anger. There is not the, uh, history here um you know this is a transplant city it's a bunch of people who have lived here for a couple years there's no like real sense of like broad community here it's really it's really hard like when there's no city history when people don't have roots here it's harder to feel that that sense of of community and uh, you know the people here are more susceptible to the idea that the protest is a parade Right. People here are more like susceptible to the idea that we should be marching with the cops. People here are more susceptible to the idea that we should march with the mayor. People here are more susceptible to the idea of reform. Oh, we'll just keep we'll we'll make we'll make a little we'll we'll make a couple laws that say the police have to be a little bit nicer. And oh, you can't Mm -hmm. you can't choke people in this particular way if someone's filming you. (laughs) Um, We'll we'll slash one hundred million dollars from this two point five billion dollar police budget. Right. Right. Um. There is um there has been a quote unquote organization uh in my yeah. city for the past week uh called We Are Love Denver. You can search that on Twitter and find all kinds of great internet detective work being done. Um from the name alone, from- you, this just reeks of fucking liberal intervention. Yeah, Sorry, and God. and 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 the thing is, is like. You know, I've been back and forth on, is this some weirdo? Because, okay, so these people have been showing up to the protest, doing the All Lives Matter chant, talking away about talking about how we have to pray away the oppression, marching with the cops, marching with the mayor, collaborating with the cops, silencing black women, all of that kind of shit. Um, and so I've been kind of torn between, like, what, is this a weirdo lib- liberal opportunist that got into this because this organization just appeared out of thin air on Monday and started deci- decided that they were leading protests, right? Yeah. Um, or is it a plant, right? Or is it a psyop? And if you and if if you hear me say that and you think that I'm being some kind of paranoid weirdo, look up uh, CoIntelPro because our government literally we know these things. We know yeah, that this, our these things happen. The FBI had a program to systematically like t- break apart the Black Panthers. We know this. This, this is our modern history. It's it's out there. And so that, I was thinking, okay, like, was this dude put here either by the feds or the city, or is it some, you know, 
opportunist dude. Uh, but also, now I've realized, it doesn't really fucking matter, because uh, at this point he has already collaborated with the cops, uh, and so he is a plant at this point, if he wasn't at the beginning. Um, and so I have been thinking really hard about uh, what I need to do, and like how to re-strategize around what I can do in this city, because baby, it's not, it's weird, I am not in Minneapolis, alright, they are, they are, they are burning down police stations in Minneapolis, they are booing the mayor out of the fucking city in Minneapolis, Denver is not Minneapolis, right, and so, um, you know, I'm thinking a lot about, like, okay, if I'm gonna go to these protests, what the fuck am I about, and and this is something that I, I want people to think about, what the, know what the fuck you're about right now, okay, like, do your reading, understand what police abolition is, understand what prison abolition is, understand that uh, we have gone through decades and decades and decades of milquetoast liberal reform, and they're gonna keep trying to get us to believe that another round of milquetoast liberal reforms is gonna solve this. Um, I don't believe that, because I'm an abolitionist, and I believe that we need to abolish prisons and we need to abolish police, um, I mean, I also think that we need to abolish capitalism, and I don't think that we will be able to abolish prisons and police without abolishing capitalism. Um, yeah, it's it's hard because like abolishing um, police and abolishing prisons, uh, uh, it it feels at first like those are you know um, pit stops on the way to paradise, <laughs> but they they kind of are like it. You, you can't have one without the other without the other. Yeah, kind of sort of. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, and so, but, you know, most of the people in my city, uh, are not, uh, of the opinion that we need a violent overthrow of the United States government. Um. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same in, in San Diego. Right. Uh, yeah, in, in San Diego, <laughs> we also have an opportunistic uh, liberal looking to get, who knows what he wants to get out of it, but he hosted this fucking march it was called like peace equality march for justice or something and he used the black lives matter logo and stuff and uh, and in the facebook events uh, a bunch of people started posting things like hey seems like this isn't sponsored by black lives matter or hey seems like uh black women speak san diego is directly uh telling us that they don't want to be involved with this and that the cops have been you know involved in this entire affair and uh those posts were getting deleted uh quicker than most people could read them mm-hmm. so i started getting screen grabs yeah and uh yeah again it's the same thing as what you said and it, it doesn't matter if it's a psyop or if it's a if it's a opportunistic liberal asshole yeah. who wanted to do a pride parade even though uh you know pride parade as it were is kind of canceled <laughs> like yeah we're yeah going, we're going back listen <laughs> Girls and gays, it's throwback pride this year. All right, it's not. Hell we're not, yeah, we ain't doing. We're not doing any fucking corporate sponsored parades this year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is like this is like kind of my big scared concern about this, and especially like with a lot of the reading that I've been doing this week. Um, yeah, to try to you know uh, stabilize myself in in terms of of what's going on and and how what I believe about what's going on. Um, I think that it's going to be very easy for liberals to co-opt this movement, um, and it's going to yeah. be very easy for people to come out to White Coachella pity party with their <laughs> fucking signs and do their march uh, for a bit and then go home, and we've done that. 
uh, and shit is still horrible and is actively getting worse. Um, and so I think that if you're going out, um, you need to really be thinking about who you're following, who you're listening to, um, which protests that you're attending, uh, who is leading the protests you're attending. Think about what the message of what the things that you're putting on signs say. Think about the message of what you're talking to people. Uh, think about when you use the word peaceful protester. Um, oh, man. Th- like, think That's of- a whole podcast. Yeah, that is a whole podcast on its own. But like briefly, like think yeah. about the way that when uh, someone say, wow, look at these cops and how they beat these peaceful protesters. There is a tacit implication there of, well, if the protesters hadn't been peaceful, uh, then the cops would have been justified in doing this. I disagree with that because we need to abolish the cops. And also we have every right to be violent towards the cops. And also cops aggressing upon violent protesters is not the same level of violence coming from both sides no. when the violent protesters are throwing bricks and cans, cans of soup. <laughs> and white cloth. And, and <laughs> Dead ass, a police and, department posted yeah. a picture. All these police departments have been posting these, these, fucking, these fucking sad sack ass fucking pictures where they're like, yeah. these are all the things that mean old protesters threw it off. And it's Whoa. like a can of white claw. And like some, scary. Yeah, and like a beans, yeah. just like a, a, an apple with a bite taken out of it. Yeah, yeah. The, these are not equivalent exchanges of power being shown. Yeah. Uh, the 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 cops in full riot gear with semi-automatic weaponry. It they are being aggressed upon by civilians without weapons. Yeah. Uh, so when you say violent protester, uh. That's not this like you should say violent cops. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. Like the violent cops are aggressing upon the 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 protesters who are having a who are a protesting reaction, against the violence of who the are cops. protesting against the violence yeah. of the cops. Yeah, fucking I. I was really I the the thing about the thing about white liberal. Listen, if you're if you're white listening to this. First of all, the best thing that you can be doing right now um, among, you know, direct action is you really should be educating yourself about the things that Alex is talking about. Abolitionism, uh, black revolutionaries, stuff like that. But also, uh, white liberals are waiting for an opportunity to go back to normal. Yeah. Uh, And they want to build toward a world where they can go back to normal, but at least uh, get some of their normal liberal concessions from the state that they're used to getting. They want the fucking pennies uh, so they can feel like they did their part. The thing about white liberals is that their lives simply do not suck enough for them to care about this. Mm -hmm. Their, their lives are fine. And, and it sucks to say that, but like, you know, this would be me if I didn't have friends who were in, you know, oppressed social groups. This would be me if I didn't have uh, black friends, trans friends, if I didn't go out of my way to seek the knowledge of and the the lived experiences of these people. White liberals don't do this. And so they can say black lives matter, but they don't. They don't fucking actually care. They care about their own life and their own comfort, and they're sick of their Twitter feed being taken up by news right now. And <laughs> yeah, it's you—you you have 
you have to not be that fucking person. It, it's scary because fascism is being enacted right now. Literally. Um, and, you know, and, like, uh, here in Denver, like, the Denver Police Department figured out that the fascism was, like, a little bit of too much bad PR, so they pulled back on the fascism. They got rid of the curfews, right? They stopped tear-gassing people quite as much as they were before, you know? They caught on a little bit um, because they know that all of these white liberals just want everything to go back to normal, um, and they are going to roll over when the fascists roll in, you know? Um, and... You know, a revolution requires people to be prepared. A revolution requires, uh, you know, survival uh, systems to already be in place. Uh, revolution requires people to be, like, ready, armed, prepared. Um, these white liberal cities are going to roll over uh, when yeah. the fascists come because people here aren't ready. Um, and that includes me. I'm not ready. Um, and it's 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 scary right now. Um um what did we what did we watch for the podcast this week (laughs) um oh fuck i'm i'm doing great thanks for asking the the state of the world has really transformed the context of this podcast (laughs) it's like this is the best and worst arc of Cartridge Cinema Club. <laughs> I feel like I didn't, it's like I, I feel like it's not even an arc. Like this is just it. Like this is yeah. just the show now. <laughs> this is the show now. I mean, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people would split would 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 be like, well, now we've got two shows. But I think fuck that. No, and uh, I think that <laughs> that we're gonna keep talking about Viva Pinata. <laughs> oh, um. So Viva Pinata. <laughs> Is a delight, a delightful game by Rare um, for the Xbox 360, in which you raise pinatas mm-hmm. and you feed them and you build a little farm. It's kind of like an Animal Crossing. It's like a life sim. It's cute. Um, the The show is bad, and yeah. I I briefly we briefly discussed not even watching all the episodes that we were going to watch for. But journalistic integrity demanded yeah. that I watch all three fucking episodes. Whether or not they were on 2x speed on yeah. YouTube is another conversation. Listen, it doesn't matter if we the, make the dialogues for for yeah. the sake of our mental health on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the show's from 2006. Mm-hmm. It was part of the Four Kids TV programming block, mm-hmm. um, which means it was bad. Uh, I looked up on IMDb. <laughs> Um, and all of these shows had the same voice cast. Yeah. Like, just so you know. Yeah, um, I noticed o- that while watching the show. <laughs> the, the only voice cast of note was that the voice of that horse pinata I recognized. <laughs> and I was right because it's the voice of Mewtwo uh-huh. in all of the Mewtwo appearances. Yeah. And also the voice of sexy adult Yugi from yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's Dan Green, right? That's Dan yeah, Green. there he is. We all heard of him. Anyway, listen... So it's a cartoon based on the, the video game Viva Pinata, you might have guessed. Um, the plot... So, um, <laughs> so they're, so they're pinatas, right? Um, and they, and they eat, and they, like, eat candy all the time. Like, they just eat all the time. Like, that's what the show's about. Um, and if they eat too much candy, uh, then they are sent to their deaths. <laughs> so, so... 
And so, so they're pinatas, right? So if they're filled with candy, they get sent off to get beaten with <laughs> sticks, which doesn't feel appropriate this week. Um, now, some of them, mind you, have some sense of the gravity of the situation, right? Some of them don't. It's some weird. of them don't, and maybe they are like horny for getting beaten. I don't know. It, um, the show seems to imply that that is the case. Right. Right. Um, so shoutouts to Wojo in the Discord, uh, who said, you guys should watch episode 1, 2, and 15. Uh, and then we just did that, and I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't fact check that, or, did, like, we just watched him. And I think that, I don't know why Wojo said that, uh, because I don't, it doesn't matter what episodes of the Viva Pinata show you, that you watch, I don't think. I think it's all just, it, okay. Mark? Yeah. What were your general thoughts on the viva pinata show well um as we hopped on this skype call and we did some notes Mm -hmm. i found myself over and over again singing the theme song to myself (laughs) which goes a little something like this and this is the full theme song keep in mind um and this plays at the beginning uh of every, we're back from the commercial break and yeah. plays at the beginning of every commercial break as well. Yeah. It goes, Viva Pinata, filled with fun. Viva Pinata. Yeah. That's the whole song. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like a toy commercial jingle that just kind of just plays like six times an episode. Yeah. Six times per 11 minute episode. Per 11 minute episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's, uh, it, it, <clears throat> this this show should be um outlawed by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> it's um yeah, so it's one of those really scary CGI shows, you know, yeah. where they they made it on a buddy like, okay. All right. All right. Let's just all right. It's <laughs> it so it's kind of like it's kind of like watching like a source filmmaker video. You know how like 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 characters' right. facial expressions just change in like two frames and they just move really fast and awkwardly in weird ways. But like in a source filmmaker video, it's supposed to be disorienting um, because it, and that is the mimetic quality of the video and that's that's where the humor comes from. Here it's just upsetting. Um, so it's kind of like that. It's kind of like Donkey Kong Country. I know that we bring up do- the Donkey Kong Country show. A lot on this, but this, this on the, on this podcast, but this show uh, really feels like the Donkey Kong Country show if it was made like five years later. Um, in that, like the textures are a little better, but it, the faces and the way that the characters move is just really scary. Um, they uh, the characters look at the camera all the time and talk a to lot. you a lot. And that's kind of like when when I start like kind of like digging my nails into my skull because I just. <laughs> I just feel like I'm just I'm just losing it a little bit, and you feel like you've heard it, like you said, you know, the four yeah. kids shows, which is like you know, you, you got your Pokemon, you got your Yu-Gi-Oh, you got your Kirby right back at you, you got your Viva Pinata. Um, they all have the same voice actors, and it, for this show, it felt it really feels like they they just went in the, and they just like they're just kind of just talking into the mic, you know, <laughs> like it was just like whatever, whatever cartoon man voice that first popped in their head for that character. That's the one that they used. You know, It, it really is a spiritual successor to the Donkey Kong country cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's also a rareware thing. Yeah. That is a rare product. And um, listen, I'm not here to defend the Donkey Kong country cartoon. No, but would? that thing is memorable as hell. 
Um, I will never forget the Diddy Kong rap. It's got um, the songs, yeah. Uh, I forgot what was happening in this show uh, while it was happening. Yeah, um, it just leaks. <laughs> it just leaks out of your head immediately. It's, it's insane. It's an interesting allegory for like what happened when Microsoft bought Rare, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny. Well, Viva Pinata notwithstanding, because that's actually a good game. Uh, but every other Rare product that has happened since they went from being a second-party Nintendo studio to being a first-party Microsoft studio has been absolute dog shit uh, and and has had a lot less care put into it. Again, not defending Donkey Kong Country <laughs> show, but it does feel like there was a little more care put into it. There's original songs every single episode. Yeah. This is um this is just this this thing just it just Listen, there are 70 episodes <laughs> of this show. There's se- 7 0 and each, of them, and each of them are, are, are 11 minutes long. That means that you can watch 13 straight hours of the Viva Pinata show if you want. Um, and I really just don't recommend that you do that um, because I think you would die. I think you would just die. Yeah, it was um, watching this, you know, because... Like, you know, Mark, Mark and I have, have both been doing a lot of, like, you know, a lot of consciousness raising with each other lately. Sending each other stuff to read, trying to, you know, learn mm-hmm. about, you know, because it's an important time to be reading and knowing what the fuck you're about, right? Um, and after I spent, like, you know, like, six hours yesterday reading Anarchism in the Black Revolution... <laughs> <laughs> And, and then and then turn my then turn my attention to the Viva Pinata show. Another another foundational text, the Viva Pinata show. My my brain's just like, what the what the no, <laughs> shut the fuck off. Like what? It, it it felt like something from a different planet than the planet yeah. that I've been living on for the last week. Yeah, it's just so it's like the, the Viva Pinata show is so separated from the context that I'm living in right now. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm, like, really concerned about the revolutionary future of Denver, Colorado, and trying to figure out how to just... Should, should we talk about the horniness real quick? Yes, I please. Feel like you know what? I feel like when... you were equipped to discuss this topic, so please, please go ahead, Mark. Listen, Triple C Nation regulars will know that whenever we watch a cartoon, we look for the horny, and it's usually not uh, hard to find. It's not much of a search. No, it's uh, so right this, there. <laughs> this episode has an entire this the show has an entire episode dedicated to one of the pinatas eating so much and getting so fat that he physically bursts. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm. so that happens, right? That yeah, that, ha- uh, that happens in the first episode, and yeah. you're like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, and then you realize that like every episode <laughs> is about them eating a lot, and. And, and like 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 eat is the main verb gorging gorging themselves yeah like they just yeah like they 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 constantly are are stopping what they're doing to eat more food um yeah i don't know how you feel about that mark there's a part where he shoves a spigot into a beehive that's and true then s- sits open mouthed beneath it as it drips honey into his open mouth for like 10 straight seconds um yeah and he's just making noises just moaning and then he like falls asleep under it uh there i mean you know so so we've stated the facts what's your what's your analysis here um (laughs) i 
Listen, I I have I have run out of steam for the Viva Pinata show. It it. Hmm. I've decided that I'm done talking about this show. That's yeah. my analysis. It was it was it, it was I. I felt physically ill watching this. It's just, it's just like profoundly uncomfortable. I yeah. really didn't. I really. Was... <sighs> At the end, we both set it to double speed just to get through it. Uh... I could, and it was only thirty minutes of content. That's a very small amount of content <laughs> for this podcast. Sometimes we watch like two hour long movies. Yeah, you texted me. You're like, okay, I'm gonna watch it now. And then like, I was playing Rivals of Ether, and I played like <laughs> six rounds, and you were like. Okay, I'm done. And I was like, how? <laughs> I also texted you after the first four minutes, and I was just like, I feel like I am going insane. <laughs> you think next week's going to be any better? Fuck, what are we watching next week, Mark? I bet it won't, actually. I bet next week will be a lot worse, actually. A lot worse. This is going to yeah. be really bad. We're watching a, f- a feature-length film. We've got uh. a few of those left. Um, so... Uh, so. This was recommended in the Discord. Um, mm-hmm. I'll shout out who exactly recommended it uh, next week, but I didn't do the legwork to remember that this time. But it's this movie called Best Player. Mm-hmm. It's a 2011 television movie uh, starring Jerry Trainer and Jeanette McCurdy, both from iCarly fame. Mm-hmm. Um, they play uh, two opposing uh, esports players getting ready for a video game tournament. Uh, I think there's a gimmick where like the the dude doesn't know that the the other one is a girl in the beginning, so there's probably going to be a whoa, yeah, you, a good 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 girl playing games. Yeah, so we're gonna get some of that. Um, that's gonna be fun. I love to see that. So this um, is, we assume that this is gonna be in conversation with a good game. Uh, the the uh, the esports yeah. show starring uh, the game grubs that we watched that just had some f slurs in it, uh, among other really objectionable things. Go listen to that episode if you haven't, because it's it's something. Um, I'm okay. the The thing I'm most interested in here is because you know the game grubs thing. That's different. Those guys are gamers. Is a YouTube red show, and that was from like a few years ago. This is a TV movie on Nickelodeon from 2011. So this is like 2011, you know, like esports has been around for forever, obviously, but like, you know, we didn't really hit like real big esports, like people caring about esports in the mainstream. Like honestly, like until a little bit around that and a little bit after that time. Right. So this will be very early in that time made by people who are making television movies for Nickelodeon. Um, and so I am very curious about how they are going to portray esports culture because I doubt that anybody who knows anything about esports culture was involved in the production of this film. So that will be interesting. Um, really not looking forward to watching it. I also think it's going to be garbage. <laughs> That's my other prediction. Yeah, I'm just I'm curious if it's going to be better or worse than the Ego Raptor thing. We'll we'll, we'll, see. we'll we, see. We have we have fake Ego Raptor in this movie. We will see. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, you can follow uh, the podcast on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. We're having fun in there. It's linked on the Twitter, uh, iTunes, and Spotify, and SoundCloud, and your favorite podcasting app. Or wherever you're, you're already listening to us, you know where you're you doing want it to right listen now. to us. Look at you. There are, but you have options. Is, yeah. is what really what I'm trying keep, to say. Keep clicking around. You'll find another episode. <laughs> uh, you should rate us. Uh, that would be chill. 
the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Uh, you need to say the damn thing. Yeah, with my whole ass chest. Yeah. Fuck cops. Don't join the military. Peace. And f- fuck the military and don't join the cops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this podcast is weird now. I just, it's like. <laughs> The show is weird now. <laughs> the show, the show got weird, and it's like the but, the show know, is weird. I, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, this this fucking like white chauvinist type who's like, well, now things are really fucked. Because really, what I mean is, well, now things are really fucked in a way that I cannot ignore because it's happening on my street and also everywhere all of the time, right? Um, yeah, yeah, buildings have burned down in my hometown now. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's just been brought to us. Um, really, people have been living uh, with the amount of fear that a lot of people are feeling right now uh, for their entire lives. And, you know, I've had some of that fear in my life. Um, I have, you know, I, 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 I have been chased by fascists that want to kill me in my life, you know. Um, but... That, that fucking, like, deep-seated, all-the-time fear that you feel right now, most people feel that every single day. Um, this is this is going to sound kind of funny with the theme music playing beneath it. Uh, this this might be a stinger. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Or, or not. I don't know. Who knows? Let's anyway, see. the podcast is over now, I think. I'm done talking to this microphone. Yeah, I'm done talking. <laughs>